0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me. And today, we're gonna talk about something that I said has to do with texting. And by the way, that title... God, I'm proud of that title. What did I title it again? Another Texting Mega Hack, the Atomic Trust Technique. Jesus Christ, man, that's good. And you clicked on it, bro, so you probably agreed, but this actually is slightly different than texting, and I'm going to explain that to you to seriously ramp up her trust in you, to freaking cut to the chase, because you know how it is, man. These girls will just drag it along. You can't really get a lot of purchase with the texting. They don't seem to be participating. And I did record an episode about this a few weeks back called What to Do When She's Ho-Hum or Taking Forever to Reply. Well, this is yet another technique that I'll use frequently to get her on board, right? To get her to shit or get off the pot and to actually get the date going. And it goes back to something that we used to do in the 1900s. Remember the 1900s when we didn't text with each other? How would we communicate with each other? Well, I remember back in the 1900s, we used to have answering machines for you young bucks out there. You might not even know what those are, which is crazy to me, but we actually had landlines in our homes and we would have a machine there and you would call and they would be like, thank you for calling the Singh residence. We're not home right now, but if you leave a message, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Beep. And then you would leave a message. And I remember I used to live in Santa Cruz. I want to give a salute to all my boys living in California, particularly Santa Cruz. I went to UC Santa Cruz and I used to live in this place called Pleasure Point down in Santa Cruz. And we basically lived right on the beach. So my buddy Dave had another friend named Dave who was really into surfing. And this guy wanted to be a pro surfer, but he fucking sucked. And we never had the heart to tell him like, it's never going to happen, bro. You're in college. You suck at surfing. Your surfing position, you look like a praying mantis. You're horrible. So this guy would call our answering machine literally like every day. And they'd be like, Dave, what's up? It's Dave. The hook is firing, bro. Perfect A-frame's coming off the point. I'm going to be out at sunset, bro. Hope to see you out there. Late. (laughs) Like literally. Every day this fucking jackass would call my friend Dave and try to get him to go surfing. So what was I talking about? That's right. Answering machines. Well, back in the day, the only thing we could do was use a phone call. So how many of you guys... Actually, call chicks. How many of you guys, when the girl's being ho hum, try to push a phone call or better yet, a FaceTime call or even a Zoom call? That's what we're gonna talk about today. And this is so unbelievably effective. I just dropped an episode about doing an insta date. This is like one level down from the insta date. This is a way to get rapport with her and get trust with her because, guys, especially if she's hot. She's got dudes hitting her up all the goddamn time. Hey, come out with me. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, we're going to a party. Come with us. Hey, I got tickets to this concert. When the girl's really fine, you're going to get dudes being like, hey, fly to Dubai with me. Hey, let's go to France. Hey, I have Super Bowl tickets. Hey, X, Y, Z. How are you going to differentiate yourself from the rest of these sea basses? Well, in many ways, most of which is having a strong frame, not giving a shit an outcome dependence out the window and giving her an experience that makes you the sanctuary for her, that makes her want to come back time and time again. And I'll tell you what, boys, I have dated chicks that have been with famous rock stars. I've dated Instagram models. I've dated chicks who have dated dudes who were like had private jets and were like Saudi millionaires and shit. And I was always able to outdo these guys with nothing but game. G-A-M-E. If you have enough attraction, I don't care how much status you have. I don't care how famous you are. I don't care how much fucking money you have. I will outgame you. And I will do it living in my mom's basement and just by eliciting emotions in your head. So don't get it twisted boys, make no mistake. You don't have to arrive to a place of financial independence or of stardom or of high status in order to get girls attracted to you. You need game, you need gambits, you need confidence. So with this method, we are going to demonstrate that confidence to women. Now, naturally, if you have a shitty voice, as I naturally do, but I've been able to change it so that it becomes a dominant voice, and you can do it too, but if you don't have a good phone voice, this probably isn't for you. But in that case, I strongly suggest you work on that. And one of the best ways to work on it is to do what I tell my clients to do, which is to approach 20 girls a week to go to such things as Toastmasters, or to even start your own podcast. I'm a much better speaker now, yes, even with women, than what I was when I first started this podcast. And when I first started this podcast, I was already a girl magnet. Now I'm even better just because I've been working on my delivery, working on my tonality, not trying to say, um, or you know, or like all the time, as I did when I first started, which makes me a better communicator and thus more effective with women. So I highly encourage all you guys to work on your delivery and get on the phone more, man. Like call your mom, call your friends. Like phone calls are really underestimated because they build quick rapport. They build quick trust. Okay, so there's several different ways that we can do this. First of all, sometimes if I get a girl's phone number, I'll just call her straight up. I'll just immediately call her. Not immediately, but what I mean is before I even text her, I'm going to call her. Now, oftentimes she's going to drop that first call and then I'll call again. And many times I'd say eh, probably about 60 to 70% of the time they will pick up on the second call, but I'll do two things. If A, she picks up the call and if B, she doesn't. So if she picks up the call, I'll be like, Hey, what's up? It's Mark from last night. You got a second. Okay. And she'll be like, Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll be like, so what's up. And I'll basically continue gaming her the way I gamed her the night before. Now, obviously this is a short 20 minute episode. I don't have time to Teach you all the tactics that I use, but it's just like talking to her in person. And it's just like all the tactics I've taught you guys over the years that I've been doing this podcast. I'm going to run game on her. I'm going to drop gambits on her. I'm going to do storytelling. I'm going to do cold reading. I'm going to do push pull. I'm going to qualify her. And then I'm going to go for the motherfucking close. On a high note, I go for the date close. And that is the purpose of communication. That's the whole reason we got her number. So if when you're texting her, she's ho-hum, this is an option, but it's also an option just to do right out of the gate. Just fucking call her. And dude, you may even need to call her three or four times. Be persistent. She's going to be like, hello. And you're going to be like, hey, what's up? It's Mark from last night. She'll be like, oh my God, I didn't recognize the number. You'd be like, yeah, I understand. Listen, texting takes forever. Just wanted to chat with you real quick. You got five minutes. Oh yeah, for sure. Talk to her, just run game, just boom, 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 hit it. And then be like, you know what? You seem pretty cool. I think we owe it to ourselves to hang out sometime. What do you think? And she'd be like, yeah, for sure. And be like, cool, what's your week looking like? Okay, so you set it up right there. And I've actually done a podcast about how to set up the first date. If you haven't found that, if you haven't listened to it, smack yourself upside the head so hard your feelings pop out of your molars because you're an idiot. Because that is the way to close a fucking date. And it works like gangbusters. So go find that, use that method, call these chicks, bro. I want you to get so confident that you're not afraid to be on the phone. When it's ringing, you're not like sweating out of your armpits and like, oh, my heart's beating so fast. I want you to just be like, whatever, dude. This chick's about to be so attractive. Her panties are gonna fly off. She didn't even know what happened. She's gonna be like, bing. She's like, whoa, what happened there? It's like her body just fucking tore him off, dude. <laughs> She's so horny, right? That's the way I want you to get with these chicks. Now, sometimes you call twice, three times, four times is a lot, but maybe you do that and it goes to voicemail, no matter what you do. In those instances, I'll oftentimes leave a voicemail and the voicemail will often be like this. Hi, Marianne, this is Kevin from Smith & Wesson. We've shipped your machine gun to your house. Uh, You ordered 10,000 rounds of 556, but since we were so unbelievably appreciative about your order, we went ahead and sent in 15,000 rounds. I also included a handful of grenades for the uprising that you're planning. And unfortunately, we did have to report you to the FBI, but it should be okay. You know, we sell machine guns all the time. What you said in the notes section about the revolution that you want to start was a little bit concerning, but it should be okay. If you'd like to talk to us about your order, please call us back at your earliest convenience. Yes, this is Mark from last night. Call me back when you get a chance or text me. Take it easy. Okay, so that's often my go-to one. I say that a machine gun was sent to her house And dude, she always texts back. She's like, oh my God, I thought that was serious. I can't believe it. And now it's like we've ramped up. Even going into texting, we've ramped up the vibe. And remember, boys, if you get a phone number, she's at a certain level of attraction. But invariably, even if you wait until the next day at 6 p.m., which by the way, is when I do suggest you either text or call her, some of her attraction is going to go down. So it's our job as the man to ramp up that attraction again, And when she's on a high note, we go for the close. And the close, of course, is going for the Hangout with the Hangout template that I've graciously given you guys in this podcast. And of course, that I provide to my clients when they come into my program. So two options on that first method, which is to just call her immediately. And once again, if I get a phone number on a Wednesday, I'm gonna call her around Thursday at 6 p.m. Why? Because she's typically home from work and it gives me enough time for the conversation to stick, should it be a text conversation or even a phone conversation for me to go for the close, that is to go for the hangout. All right, strategy number two has to do when she's being really boring over texting. I said this in that previous episode about what to do when she's being boring over texting, and it goes something like this. So hey, Kelly, I think you'll agree that getting to know someone over text is a pretty limited way to do it. So how would you feel about jumping on a quick FaceTime call? Okay, so boys, instead of scheduling the date off the text, particularly if she's being ho-hum, you try to schedule a FaceTime call or even a Zoom call. I like FaceTime myself, but obviously sometimes they have different phones and it doesn't work. You just have to figure out those logistics yourself, but you can get her onto a quick FaceTime call She gets that feeling about you again, her trust in you builds, and then on that call, you go for the close. You can also send her a voice memo. I do not understand why more guys don't do this. Okay, you can literally have a voice memo conversation with her, which separates you from the rest of the sea donkeys who are just texting her and not relying on anything else. So essentially what I'm telling you is your phone is like a Swiss army knife. And the only thing that you're using is the knife. You haven't used the pliers, you haven't used the saw, you haven't used the fucking slingshot. And you need to use all that shit because it's at your disposal and it can get girls to go on a date with you when they otherwise wouldn't. Okay, so once again, you could call her immediately. Two options, talk to her on the phone, get her to hang out with you. Second option, leave a voicemail, tell her to text you or call you back. Second option, when she's being ho-hum, Hey, I think you'll agree that texting is a limited way to get to know someone. How would you feel about jumping on a quick, and I like to say quick, FaceTime call, okay? Third option is send her a fucking voice message. It's easy on your phone. You can literally do it through texting and you could say some funny shit. Don't go too much. I suggest like 30 seconds. And you could even use the voice message to set up the FaceTime call. See what I'm doing here? I'm using the Swiss Army knife, bro, and I'm using all the tools necessary to get her to come on a date with me, to show her that I'm different from the rest of these guys. I'm charismatic. I have a good phone voice. And that really is why your tonality and your confidence in your presentation is so important. I was not always naturally good at this. And if you think I'm a natural, you're full of shit. I am not. I'm not a naturally good speaker, which may surprise some of you. And yes, my amazing podcast editor, Liam. Makes me sound good. But most of the time, I'm just rambling, dude. Like I haven't done a pause in several minutes. I'm just going on and on and on because that's what I've done for years with chicks. And that's also what I've done with public speaking. And like I said, you can go to Toastmasters. You can take a class at a community college. Tons of cute girls there, like do a public speaking class and even maybe start a podcast or do recordings or YouTube videos in the privacy of your own home and don't even publish them. Like, literally, boys, when it comes to things like storytelling, I want you to just practice that shit, whether it's in the mirror or into your phone on a recording program so you can listen back to it. This takes a skill set, and the skill set takes work. It takes building up to it. So don't get it twisted. You're not going to just listen to me and then become an amazing speaker. You too need to practice that. And once you have that skill set, it's over, bro. That ability to persuade, to speak, to be eloquent, to be confident with how you speak will get you fucking laid. It's also gonna make you a shit ton of money, a shit ton of friends, in my opinion, being a good communicator is the most important thing of being a successful human being, and no one will ever convince me otherwise. So we have those methods. The last method I wanna tell you about is a mix-up of several of these. When you go for the hangout, let's say you meet a chick over Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Facebook Singles, Match.com, whatever, And you go for the hangout and she's like, well, I don't really know you and I'm not comfortable with hanging out with somebody who I don't know. Some of the time I'm going to be like, well, that's why you hang out with somebody so you can get to know them, you idiot. But we don't want to say that because look, she has some trepidation. She's been used before. Shit, maybe she's been robbed before or God forbid, raped before by a dude. It does happen. So we have to be cognizant of that and we have to empathize with her plight. So what's the next option she could do? Well, I just told you, get on a FaceTime call. So if she's like, well, I don't really know you and I don't want to hang out with somebody I don't know, you'd be like, you know what, you're right. Let's go ahead and get on a FaceTime call, just a quick five to 10 minute chat so I can see how you are and you can see how I am. And then from there, we'll decide to hang out. Sound good? And that's kind of what I call the assumptive close. You're like, okay, cool. You don't want to hang out unless you know me. So let's get to know each other without you actually having to hang out with me how can we do that? A quick FaceTime call. And you do it assumptively. You say, yeah, I totally understand. Makes sense. Let's do this. And then you say, sound good? Question mark. She says, yes, sounds good. You'd be like, what are you up to tonight? Schedule a call, get on the call, kill it. Always leave her on a high note. Okay. I want to cut off the call when the girl is laughing. And guys, you can literally write down, okay, I'm gonna talk about this, I'm gonna tell this story, I'm gonna ask her this question, and I'm gonna do this, this, and this. You can literally write it down, have it on a piece of paper in front of you, sit down at your desk, get yourself fired up, listen to some motivating music, even better, call somebody who already has some supplication for you, that is somebody who's kind of quote unquote below you in the social hierarchy, get your voice dialed in, call this chick, obviously try to do your hair, make sure your room is clean, get that pair of underwear off the lampshade, get that splotch of cum off the wall and for God's sakes, brother, brush your fucking teeth, get on the call with this chick and go for the clothes or on a high note, say, I got to dip out of here, maybe we'll talk later, okay? It depends on how you're feeling, how she's feeling, how the conversation's going but I'd love for you guys to go for the clothes on that call and I cannot stress this enough, Go for the clothes on a high note. Don't go for the hangout on a low note or an uncomfortable silence because you can't think of anything else to talk about. And you know you want to ask for the hangout. So you're like, oh, that's the only thing I can remember to say. And then you ask for it. You don't want to ask for the clothes on a low note. You want to do it on a high note, preferably when she's laughing, preferably when she's feeling really good. Okay, boys. So don't underestimate the power of your Swiss army knife that is sitting in your pocket right now. You have video, you have audio, you have phone call ability, like it's the 1900s. Shit, you could even send her pictures or hopefully she sends you pictures. And I've actually done a podcast about that too. How to get girls to send you sexy pics. Brilliant podcast. One of my most listened to and downloaded podcasts. Coincidentally, it's funny to me what you guys will click on. You bunch of horny bastards. You're so horny you'd fuck a fat girl's sweaty arm flap after 30 minutes on the Stairmaster. Don't lie to me, man. I know that's how horny you are, but listen, if you are horny, which I know you are, and God knows I am too, let's not make apologies for it. Let's actually be proud of it that our freaking testicles are working correctly. If you're horny, use this method. It is going to get you laid. If you just have a little bit of confidence, separate yourself from the rest of the dudes who are doing the same shit over and over again. Hey, what's up? You're fucking hot. You want to come out tonight? Come to this concert with me. I'll buy you dinner. Hey, what are you doing right now? It's horrible, dude. Guys, go immediately in for the clothes. We need to ramp up her attraction, and that's going to separate you as well as the rest of the unapologetic man army from the rest of these sea donkeys who are doing the same old shit. So use that technique. It works really well. I do appreciate you listening. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, and I will see you in the next episode.